Hey beautiful people, it's Kate here again and uh, today I am going to read to you a story per se, uh, something that happened to me at university when I went, and I, I went when I was 45, I missed out when I was younger, I ended up falling in love, getting married, traveling, all that stuff as well, so when I was 45 I decided to go back and get a BA in criminology, um, which was just absolutely amazing for me to be able to do. My father, bless his soul, he's uh, on the other side now, but he was the one, um, he was in a wheelchair at the time, at the end of his um, muscular dystrophy, and he held up a newspaper clipping, and it said about going to university to do criminology, and he knew how much um, I was interested, how fascinated I was with forensics, and basically psychology criminal mind and things like suicide and all these uh, things we don't talk about much pedophiles Um, and so anyway that's why I went to university and my dad was really the catalyst I guess for getting me get there so I thank him greatly for that anyway on with the story Uh, the story is called foot in mouth disease not foot in mouth disease but foot in mouth I still suffer with that disease I uh, constantly put my foot in my mouth anyway here we go people I loved university I loved being up to my eyeballs and something I was fascinated with the challenges and deadlines were all bonuses on top of the actual subject and I rose to greet each one Anyway, that's by the by. So I'm in the lecture theatre and the lecture is about to end. I know I'm getting a phone call very shortly, so I excuse myself to go outside to wait for the call. I get outside and there's a kid double over, sitting pretty much folded over on the side bench. I wander to the bench, my phone out, texting and looking up as I walk. I sit down on his right side. He shuffles over a little bit to make room. He's not moving much, and my curiosity gets the better of me, and I surreptitiously glance sideways at him. Yep, he is totally bent in half, but I do see his phone in his hand, and he's got his left-hand side of his face plastered to his phone. Not the left-hand side as in his ear and talking, I mean like with his eye and not talking, possibly taking a picture of his eye or the pupil of his eye. So, without thinking of another second, I pipe up with, I think you need glasses by the looks of things, and chuckled a little, breaking the ice and everything. And this is my problem. My brain doesn't engage with my mouth or vice versa. They work independently against me. So this is where I've ended up with this foot and mouth disease. I'm a frequent flyer. Well, this kid looks up at me, and one eye is covered with that cloud. The cloud that means that they can't see much of anything out of that eye, and the other one is scarred too. He says to me, it's the only way I can see my texts, glasses won't help. I'm sitting there like an idiot. But I did what I usually do and chose not to ignore the elephant. So what happened to your eyes, I asked. He looked up from his phone again, well, as best as he could look up, and explained that he had been walking down Queen Street, which is a main road, you know, the city centre road in um, Auckland City, and it was winter. A super stormy day, and Queen Street can become like a wind tunnel on days like that. He had a jacket on that zipped up, and as he grappled in the wind with it, trying to zip it up, the zip sliced across his eye, blinding him totally in his right eye and severely impinging on his sight in the left. Man, I'm so sorry, dude. Really impressed that you're at university. I I didn't mean to be rude, by the way. I trailed off. 
He smiled. It's okay, he says to me. At least you didn't just walk away. That's the worst. Everyone knows something is up with my frickin' vision. Lots of people don't know what to do when they're confronted with something unexpected. We were silent for a split second. Man, I'm sorry this happened to you. But I see in spite of a universal fuck-up in your life, you're still here, still giving it all that. He laughed at me and I laughed too. Often people so let the wrong things define who they are, or the worst things. The fact that you rise above this defines who you are. He looked at me with a serious frown, somewhat created due to his lack of vision. Thank you for that. I need to hear that right now, he said. I didn't know his name, but I did know much more about him than just some letters to identify him to his friends, family, fellow students and work colleagues. Not only that, but I found out even more about myself or maybe about people. We all share commonalities, common likes, enemies, feelings, injustices, etc. We all share bonds and those deeper threads of what that make us who we are. Far more interesting and more important than your name, your clothes, your home, car, bank account. We truly are here to fill our souls and not our wallets. I take my soul with me when I go. I will leave my earthly belongings behind. The end. So there you go. A bit of a short story. And that actually happened at <laughs> university to me. Typical. Um, yes, numerous all sorts of stories, but I'm sure I will get to those eventually too. I apologise for um, a couple of the bumblings. I hope you can hear clearly and um, can understand what I'm saying. Um, I hope to also keep this up and do more frequent uh, podcasts for everybody to have a listen to. Thank you so much for following. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate that. Uh, Blessings to everybody. Have a beautiful day and enjoy.